At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast. I'm Robbie Musto with my buddy Robbie Earl as ever. And as we continue to navigate through these uncertain times, we've had a couple of recent episodes recorded with the rest of our NBC Sports family as part of the Two Robbies podcast feed and the Premier League on NBC feed. We had some great conversations there with Rebecca, Arlo, Kyle, Lee and Graham, so please make sure you check them out. We wanted to get a Two Robbies episode out there as well, so Robbie Earl... It's now been two weeks without football. How are you doing and how are you feeling, my friend? Missing my other Robbie, mate. I mean, <laughs> Mrs. Earl, love her as I do. I look across and she ain't going to talk about David Silver like you do, mate. She ain't going <laughs> to talk about Jordan Anderson in the same glowing terms. Yeah. Um, but it's isolation, mate. It's where we are. It's trying to make the best of not a great situation. Mm. Uh, great that we've got this kind of technology that we can still have our little chats and, and maybe talk about some of the football, some of the interesting things that are going to happen over the next few weeks. And while we know sport and, and football very secondary to what's going on in the world, mm. it is still out there and, and, and there is a point, hopefully, when we'll get back to normality. Yeah. I mean, it's just so weirdly different, this, isn't it? You know, living yeah. life like yeah. this and I'm down here in my, in my basement. Um, and it's great, as you said, that we can get on and chat. It's great. It's just like, it's so strange for football not to be there. And also the uncertainty of like, when's it coming back? How is it going to yeah. come back? There's so many issues that we all know there's got to be sorted out at some yeah, point. Yeah. Um, can you back- think of the player back, back Rob? Can you, can you kind of push? I was, I was trying to do this a little bit, thinking, okay, it's difficult or strange for us. We're in the media now. We obviously report on games. We try and keep up with all the development information. For myself as a player, I was trying to think as a player. Yeah. I think I found it really difficult because, one, I love games. As much as training is great, I, I, I was a game man. I love playing every week. Mm. Two, in terms of the uncertainty of if it's two or three weeks, okay, I'll get my head on two or three weeks. But we could be talking two or three months. I'm just thinking as a player, I would have found this really, really tough. I'll I, I tell you what, the, the toughest thing I would have found about it, Rob, is the uncertainty. Mm. Now, if somebody told me, okay, like we're going to go back in, in four weeks' time yeah, yeah. and I'll figure out my training. Because yeah. right now, Rob, pretty much all the Premier League sides, I know a week or so ago, some of them were mm. training, some of them weren't. I yeah. think now that none of them are training right now. They'll have an individual yeah. work program mm. to, to go by, but with the uncertainty of when are we coming back. Now, yeah. some players, I, I guarantee, will be will be hammering it out every single day. I yeah, see Nico yeah. Otamendi's on social media. He's hammering his training every single day. Yeah. I guarantee, Rob, there's a plenty of players out there that will think, well, we ain't going back anytime soon. Yeah, and we'll let break. fitness drop off. What, I mean, that... That's a concern, a isn't it, for the clubs? Yeah. You know, some players, Rob, in a squad of, of, of 25, you might have 15 good trainers. You might have seven or eight who, are, who will generally do their bit. And there's always two or three who, listen, if you're going for a run, they'll take a shortcut. If you're doing things, 
that's yeah. the nature of human beings, certainly it's the nature of, of football players. Mm. So there's got to be a worry that these two or three players who are maybe not watching what they eat, not watching what they drink, not training as well as they should be. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we could come to a situation where a week, 10 days, we're ready to go, and they're nowhere near the level they should be. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole different part to it as well. And, and we'll <laughs> get into how long we might have to wait. But when the time comes to play football again, Mm. these guys are going to need what they're going to need Rob they're going to need two or three weeks to, two, to minimum hard. two weeks minimum two weeks I think yeah. I mean most players are going to be in a similar situation but a minimum of two weeks reasonable work to get to level and, and what we probably will see Rob is the first one or two games not being at that top intense yeah. level that, that we're used to it'll kind yeah. of be like a pre-season yeah and of course our league that we cover is a yeah. Right. And I think we know right now, in what are we, the 25th of March right now, Rob? And, yeah, yeah. and, and this thing is, is going upwards. And in the UK, Definitely. it feels like they're a little behind the behind. US and other countries. 10 days behind. Yeah. So in terms of where we're going to get to, Rob, and people's yeah. kind of take on the season, the 2019-20 mm-hmm. season that I think we've said before that we'd, we'd need to see finished. Yeah. There's been more calls, and a couple of ex-pros have said, listen, this yeah. is unimportant right now. This yeah. season, we should just forget about the season, get everybody safe, and start anew when yeah. everybody comes back. Let's just, yeah. just first, or let me get your take on, does the longer it goes on, Rob, does it start to become a bit ridiculous, a bit silly, that we want the, the, the season to complete? Yeah. Is this a whole new place now? We should be thinking... About, uh, about doing something different? I hear the arguments. I understand the arguments. And there's a point where how long can we wait? For me, Rob, still, we've started a season. For mm. me, we have to finish a season. And then once we finish the season, we have, a, we have a position to move on to. Without finishing a season, that everything is, is the 28, 29 games that people have played is, are almost wiped out. Still doesn't feel right for me. I still feel whatever whatever format, whatever shape it takes, we need to finish where we are so that we get winners, we get Champions League places, we get relegation, we get people up from the, from the championship and, and, and we can regroup with what, if we have to rethink what the next season looks like or the future going on, that's where I think we have to be a little bit more flexible. But I still believe we have to have a conclusion to this season for everybody to feel that somebody hasn't stayed in the league on full percentage. Somebody hasn't won the league because of this. Somebody hasn't got a Champions League. Just to, to put everything back, I just doesn't feel right to me, mate. Listen, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. And I, you know, th- there was football. There's no football yeah. now. There's yeah. going to be football again, Rob. So, so we mm-hmm. can go back no matter how long it is yeah. Yeah. And, and, and link on to the last part of football when right. football is back again. Now, mm-hmm. I say that, are very aware of, of what that means. Mm. The European competitions, where yeah. we're going to be at with other leagues, yeah. you know, international competition now that's been pushed push, push forward again. Players' contracts, Rob, that June the 30th yeah. is when a lot of these contracts, and there's a ton of them in the mm. Premier League that were due to expire. Now, yeah. you know, so we both understand the need for flexibility, yeah. the need for, my goodness, a lot of people have got to talk at the same time with, with all of the issues I just talked yeah. about. But... Like you, you know, when there's football again, mm. let's, let's, just, let's just remember where we were 
and yeah. all those weeks that everybody's put in, everybody in, in, in yeah. for me, particularly in our Premier League and, and what it's meant to them to come to a conclusion to finish. It's just, Rob, it, it, when you start thinking about, I know that, that the UEFA want June the 30th to be yeah, a time when all, time. all yeah. domestic leagues are finished. What that, if it's that might not? not be a case that, that might not be able to happen, Rob. And, and to put, to, I think now to start to try and put specific timelines and dates down is foolish. It's putting the, 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 the authorities under pressure. I can't think we, we see how, they, how this thing plays out. We're also talking about England being at different times from the US. We don't know how the, the, the exponential rise of the, the virus is going to happen there. Mm. We then have to get to the point, and a secondary point is, okay, what if we're in a situation where games can be played like we finished um, before the postponements, but without people in the stadium? Are you okay with that? Is that going to be okay to play those games with nobody there, but we do get games and we do get results that will finish the season? Well, that's a great question. And, and that's, that's something else that's just starting to get muted again, Rob, because, mm. and I don't know, I, I, we, all know we all know how ri- ridiculous a game seems, sounds and yeah. looks yeah. Without, a sta- without fans yeah. in the stadium. We know yeah. that. There was a couple of games mm. towards the end of the... Of yeah, the PSG, Man United, Wolves, yeah. Yeah, so, but if it's a way, if there's a way that the player's safety is... Paramount, and of course, yeah. all the support staff that's involved to play games. Mm. And you might have to make sure that no player involved in any game has got any kind of temperature yeah. um, as time goes on to try and find a way to get ahead of the schedule a little bit. Now, right. that's what some people are arguing. Mm. Of course, you know, we've just said, Rob, that it's important that the season is finished. Yeah. And if, if that's what it takes for, for me, if, if, you know, mm. That, that, that has to be the case to get it finished in some kind of time frame yeah. that's not ridiculous, yeah. then I'd be okay with it. Mm. Again, not ideal. Probably, yeah. you can't imagine how it's going to be safe for those uh, involved in it. But if it could, if they could guarantee safety and it was okay by governments, et cetera, and health officials, et cetera, et cetera, then that, that, well, that has to be better than, than yeah. waiting forever. I mean, do you think? Yeah. Or, I think or, players on a pitch and the players around is very different from... 50,000, 60,000 people yeah. going to the game and what that could mean. I, I'm with you. I, I don't really like it when we're seeing games. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't smell right. It's not the league. We know it's not part of the away fans and the home fans and the, all the things that go on. But if it's a way of getting results, if it's a way of Liverpool playing out their games to win the title, if it's a way of Aston Villa playing out the game to see if they do go up or down, at least we get some finality. At least those games are played and while Villa fans will argue it wasn't the same without the fans in there, we have had 38 games and we've got a result and now we are where we are. Of course, the, the, the biggest shame of, of that will be come the end of the season, Rob, and, and, and yeah. games that mean real, mm-hmm. oh, real, huge. real things. I, I don't know whether, whether the, the you, you know, you start with the, with the prospect of the last match week or so that the fans could be back in again. I don't know whether they they have the ability to time it like that. Mm. Um, I mean, having Liverpool to win the title, for example, in an empty stadium is just ridiculous. And and, and again, people might be listening saying, listen, let's just forget about that. Let's just make sure everybody gets healthy again, that that we get over this thing, particularly in in the UK with the Premier League, uh, and and we do it properly when it's the right time to do that. 
Yeah, I mean, there is no right and there is no wrong. I think I still think I still stick to whether I was playing, whether I'm involved. There's been some self-preservation where we had Karen Brady talking about West Ham. Oh yeah, let's finish the league because obviously mm-hmm. the West Ham's position. I'm sure if they were Leicester City's position and they were sitting third in the table, they wouldn't be saying that because Champions League football. But I still feel whenever the healthy and right time is, whatever the right steps are, let's finish the 38 games, let's get the positions of every team and let's move on knowing that we, we, we fulfilled the calendar, the calendar when, when we can. Hey, Rob, just thinking, you know, some, some clubs and, and some players that have been injured, I'm thinking of Spurs with that big injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, d- d- this obviously gives chance to some of the, those top benefit. players to get benefit again. Will they be going into the football club, seeing the doctors and physios, or will they be given a programme to work at at home? Maybe the physios and doctors will come to those, those players that need help. Yeah, I, I would think so. But you think of um, Sissoko, you think of Son, you think of Harry Kane, three key players in Jose Mourinho's team. I mean, Jose Mourinho, while we were, when we were actually playing games, was talking about, can't wait for July the 1st when I get a fit team and I get my play as well. He could get his wish this time because the Harry Kane's we're hearing, I see on social media, he said he's starting to do a little bit of training and he'd like to think two or three weeks he's going to be back to normal, back to be able to, to join in with the squad if and yeah. when that's ready. Young men's son, they're talking about it, is, is rehabilitating and shouldn't be far. So there is some, some football clubs and Spurs would certainly be one of them who have, have had an advantage out of this situation. Like you say, that the, how they're working with the doctor, I'm sure those are the players who have working night and day to make sure they're fit for when we get back to, to, to real football and, and they can play. So, yeah, definitely there's been one or two teams, Robbie, who I think uh, uh, will, I wouldn't say a, a benefit might not be the wrong word, but certainly be in a, in a better state when they, when they, they come back to, to um, Premier League football. They wanted to maybe who, who it's gone the other way for and certainly would have wanted Liverpool, for example, would have wanted mm. things to continue and, and, and have got this, uh, got this title mm. won. Mm. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, in the next few weeks, Rob, we'll do other podcasts. And we're going to get into a lot of detail of how yeah. this affects certain clubs and, wh- and where they stand. I just, I just think with it being so fresh at the moment, I think it's really nice as well right now for this podcast, just to look at some of the situations, some of the things that players and managers have done around the, the, the world's game to help out the situation. We have a, a, a list here in front of us. Yeah. And Jose Mourinho, 
helping yeah. to pack food yeah. um, for the elderly, yeah. for elderly people. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty blimming good, isn't it? When you see the pictures of him, you know, that, that's really helping and, and doing yeah, something. Man. I mean, that's going on the front line. That's doing a bit. That's not just sending social media and, and, and sending out a message. And as much as he's a divisive character, and we, we, we've, we've talked about at times when he... When he is, is, is very much about himself and, and the ego. This, this is actually a guy who's gone out there who doesn't have to put himself in that position. Uh, I thought it was outstanding, actually, and, and probably didn't get as much media attention as, as I thought, to, to be honest. To be out there packing bags and, and helping with the elderly in the position he's in, I thought, thought was outstanding. Mm. We, we read today, I think it was just over the last couple of days, so Pep Guardiola's donated a million euros towards medical equipment in Spain. We know he's very tied to his affinity, uh, Catalan affinities and, and, and things that he, he's obviously supported in the past. So, you know, a million euros for him is no small change at all and, and is a big thing. Man, Man City, Man United have donated to local food banks in Manchester. You know, everybody's pulling together to help those communities, especially where people are out of work now, not sure where maybe wages are going to come from, children at home, making sure they're fed and, and there's enough food people so you know this is where the football family really does come together Rob and, and really starts to unite it's interesting because you know again Lionel Messi donated 1 million euros to sports mm. in, in Spain and Argentina Cristiano Ronaldo and mm. agent George Mendes are funding a hospital in Lisbon Portugal mm. it's got just got us thinking Rob can can players, can Premier League players, and, and not just Premier League, but major yeah. football stars, can they be doing more, Rob? Can they be helping out some of the smaller clubs? There's a lot of talk now in, in England, Rob, yeah, about the pyramid, the isn't it? Yeah. That, that yeah. are massively struggling because yeah, they're yeah. week in, week yeah. out. Could be going out of business. I mean, should, should players or Premier League owners, Rob, that have got bought so much money, mm. just, just help or donate something to the lower league teams in England because there's a big pyramid in England we know that there's so many yeah. divisions below the big boys that earn all the money mm. and it's great to hear these superstar managers and players you know helping out and donating money would you expect more of that from Premier League clubs I, 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 I'm waiting Rob and, and let's see what happens I, I just feel as though the Premier League should make a stance should be leading on this not waiting and, and we're wondering and we, we all seem just it's more individual and personal than, than club or, or committed but I'd like to see the Premier League do something and if it's players around their salaries if it's things listen everybody earns their money and has, has a right to their money but if there was a the percentage that was for a month was collected we're talking about serious amount of money that can make a change I would also put into that category um, Robin Musto the PSA the union the supports yeah. players could be doing a little bit more and saying you know what we support players from the very top to the most sellers to, to, the, to the guy who's playing at, at Barnet and places where people are losing the job. But they wouldn't help the clubs themselves, would they? I mean, do, do players need... To, to... No, the, the PFA as a union, it's a very wealthy union. I know it is, yeah. But would they help could clubs? They just... could make a, a, a financial commitment to helping the, the, the players so that the players at the top of the pyramid helping to pay some of the salaries of the players who are struggling, who, if clubs continue in this way, are not going to be able to afford some players. They're going to probably have to sack some players. Mm. Players not getting wages. I just feel as a union, with the amount of money they've got, the profile that they've got, again, I'd like them to, to, to stand up and, and come forward with, with, with a, a, mm. something. 
whether it's money, whether it's help, whether it's promotion, that, that's helping other players and other clubs try and stay in existence. Yeah, there's talk about some teams having, you know, Premier League teams, players taking pay cuts whilst this yeah, goes on. Yeah, I've seen that in um, Bruce Dortmund, isn't it? Bruce Munchengladbach and Bruce Dortmund players, I think, in June, we've seen someone yeah. taking about a 20% pay cut to try yeah. and help other, other staff at the football club and other teams in, in the area. But you make a good point, Rob, about the Premier League. And yeah. its profile and its success is, mm-hmm. is pretty obvious around the world. You know, can, can, can they do something, make a statement of, of support? Because it's, a, you know, it's a collection of 20, 20 owners of the clubs, isn't it, that could come together and, yeah. and make a donation it's to lower the football. And as the union say, this is our, you know, rescue package. Because the more I was thinking about it, and the players who, like we've seen, have made individual um, commitments, these other players who will do something, maybe not done it through the publicity. But I was thinking like a Deli Alley from MK Dons doesn't get the chance to come to Spurs if MK Dons are gone. Jamie, Jamie Vardy, who played in lower league football, doesn't get the chance to play at the level he's at, I think. Harry Kane went on loan to a number of clubs, the Orient and Forest, a number of clubs. He doesn't get that experience to get him to where he is without those clubs. So those clubs are needed. That structure is needed. That community, I, I talk to my friends and do a local column at, at Port Vale in, in, in Staffordshire where they're working hard as a community to pull together, to do lunches for kids and things. Those football clubs are more than just a place to go and watch your football on, on a Saturday. Those are the, the, that's like your community. That's like your church. That's like your, mm. your community centre. Those football clubs are integral to, to, to people's lives. And I just feel that, you know, we've got to do everything we can to, to make sure that they're, they're still up and running. They don't have the TV revenue, no. Rob, do they? No. They don't have the big commercial deals, no. the big sponsorships, the stadium naming rights and everything else. They, they need rely to play, on week they in, need week to out. They 4,000 people, Rob, coming in the gate to pay salaries. Yeah, yeah. And you're right. And it's so coming sad, in. man. It's, it's so sad. The turnover gone. Yeah, yeah, so sad. So, going forward, Mr. Earl. Hmm. Well, here's one for you, Mr. Musto. Here's one for you. I just thought I'd throw this one in as a left field. Manchester City, an, an appeal. Maybe Manchester City is sort of saying, listen, everybody's forgot about that appeal. Maybe it will be okay. <laughs> I mean, how can Manchester City have an appeal that's not, at the moment, is not going to happen because of the conditions we're in, in terms of their situation of getting back into Europe? And the positions of, of finishing in, in the Premier League. That might not be concluded by the time we've concluded the Premier League season. But, well, but why wouldn't there? it be? Why wouldn't it be, Rob? Because, they got- they might, because the time that's needed for the, for, the, for the court case to go through, the court of arbitration, might be a period where that had started, Rob. That protest started when, when games were still being played. And we were hoping by the end of the season that it'd be concluded. We might not be able, the court might not be able to meet and, and adjudicate and go through that process for another two or three months. Well, I, I'd be surprised at that because what are we doing, Rob? What are we doing right now? We're meeting, we're talking. Haven't they got a, haven't they got a load of time? Of, of yeah, but they, they can go through their notes. They go through their notes. Having this case, and I wonder whether Man City would feel. They want to be in front of a judge and telling the things and the lawyers and things and doing it over, over social media and, and a Skype or a Zoom, whatever. I'm just saying, can the prep, can the preparation from all the lawyers or whoever's checking out all the information, I know it won't be easy, and maybe Man City will be... Um... Brandon, 
Yeah, I hear you. But dependent of if every party's coming from the same place and wants the same outcome, well, well I'm not sure these things run it as well as, I mean, yeah. do, do Cass want it done so quickly? Yeah, see, City don't. No, exactly. So, so they, 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 they would... They would... It for a year and they're still in or... I mean, yeah. I just thought it's something that's gone very under the radar in the time when we're talking. It's just like, you know, is it top four, is it top five? Depending yeah. on what happens when we do get to finishing football, will we know the outcome of, of this case? It, ju it just seems like there's so much time now that we're all blimming, twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> and I know, I'm sure lawyers have got stuff to do, yeah. but yeah. there's a lot of weeks going by where a lot of this kind of diligence or reading all the whatever they, they have to so. do. hope so, but interesting, like yeah. that, you know, just yeah. chuck that one out there, let's wait and see. Yeah. So, I guess before we wrap it up, Rob, mm. what, what, give us, give us sort of how you're dealing with, I don't know, not, not going to work and, and, and not having something to, to get up for, it seems like. We, got, we, we have no focus, no games to watch. What are you I doing think, to stay I kind of in shape physically? Way, Rob. I've, been, I've been being an ex-pro and, and playing and being around football for 20 years from, from your finishing school. You get used to a routine. So I think I've kind of dropped into routine where there's a bit of fitness, there's a bit of wellness getting out and walking, got a couple of dogs that they get you out. There's a bit of work, there's a bit of NBC stuff, there's a bit of other things, there's a bit of... This is all getting me jobs and doing this and doing that. And, and then, you know, the, the evening is a bit of entertainment, a couple of calls or whatever, yeah. glass of wine. It's just kind of finding a routine in it and, and, and something each day to get up to, to look forward to that you're going to do. Mm. So almost like a little timetable, really, in terms of how you did as a player, training, resting, doing your weights games, whatever, yeah, I think that yeah. sort of gives you a basis to, to, to structure your life. And I think that's things that my friends who've got kids at home now are homeschooling, which is a whole new, new um, thing for many people. But they're having to put in structure so that the day flows and like you're not in your, your PJs at two o'clock in the afternoon with a glass of beer thinking, hmm, something doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, let's be honest, mate, we've never done a day's work in our life, have we, really? So, we, you know, our, our football career was yeah. get up, get into the training ground, have yeah. a nice breakfast with the lads, go and do an hour and a half on a training ground, maybe a few weights, get a nice lunch and go home and, and chill out. So all we've got to do really is fill our mornings up with a little bit of exercise and, and we're back where we were. By the way, and anyone listening to this, go on to our uh, Premier League uh, group chat that we had. At, you were talking about chefs. People were bringing chefs. I was looking thinking... Was we in the same year? We chefs Wimbledon. We, we yeah, well, we, yeah, we had, yeah, yeah. I was talking about. Um, well, there's a proper club. All the, all the foreign players pop. were coming in, and they wanted their own yeah. chefs to, to. They travelled with us on the bus. And come a to, chef. Oh, yeah, the chef. Yeah, the a player chef would come on the on our bus to away wow. games, and it was it was like wow, okay, but but and then they, the the chef would cook our team dinner, so in a hotel in in Wimbledon or whatever. And then at night, which is, a, which is hilarious, we got a little mm. knock uh, with my room partner, a little knock on the door. Yeah. And there's the, there's the guy bringing around these, these nice kind of cookied snacks to, before you go to for a little bit of supper. I'm like, bring it. This is great. These, these chefs, you know, keep them coming. This is marvellous. So that, that's what you got at our yeah, football club, Mr. It, it, it never really permeated where we were. I mean, you got your fish and chips from the fish and chip van. You got a <laughs> the as you snack to go to bed. And you got you got tucked in bed at eleven o'clock and get ready for the fight the next day. But 
Very different times, my friend. That's why you were the player you were. And I was the well, late. It didn't do us any good, mate. It didn't do us any good, so. <laughs> Listen, mate, we'll uh, call it a day for this one on the, the first of our two podcasts during this, this difficult time. Look out for more posts from us each week as we wait for the Premier League season to start. And we'll examine the state of the league next time, mate. We'll get into some detail into a yeah. few clubs and a few situations and who might benefit from this break and what, what teams will be like when they come back into form. And all our, lo- our listeners, look out for our group chat that includes Lee, Olo, Graham, Carl and Lady Lowe. She hosts the group chats. We talk about situations in the Premier League and, and think about things today and how we can help a little bit, hopefully entertain and have a bit of discussion. So look out for that content on NBCSports.com and the NBC YouTube channel. But for now, I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening. Be safe, take care of yourself, and it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. Good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.